0: Hey y'all, this is Mike.
1: And this is Paxton.
0: And welcome to the Mad Liberty Party, where up is down, left is right, the rum is always gone, and the world is full of clowns.
1: feel like the world's gone mad, then pull up a chair and we'll throw you a teacup because we're all mad here. We
0: certainly are, and uh, speaking of us all being mad here, we think maybe it's time that you guys get to meet some of the other loonies that have been hanging out with us here at the Mad Liberty Party. Today, we have with us, uh, Pins. That's what we call them. Um, <laughs> they're pretty awesome. It's no relation to the, uh, the horrible, the horrible dude that we don't want We're to taking be We're taking it back. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. If we send Discord <laughs> together, it spells out Mike Pins, and it's great. <laughs> but, uh... I've known Pins for a while and Paxton is just barely getting to know them, but they've been around here hanging out with us at the community for a bit and starting to help out. They're actually one of our active mentors that, like, you know, takes an interest in the people around here and tries to help them and stuff like that. And also, like, they uh, they help us, like, pass things around and get people excited about stuff and all sorts of things. They're also a rather interesting addition to the
2: conversation
1: (laughs) yeah um so usually we like to start off with uh, pretty simple questions just so everyone can kind of get an idea of who we're talking to so that being said is there any like introductory stuff that you would like to tell everyone a little bit about yourself
3: uh sure um First and foremost, um, my name is Pence, not because I like that guy. I was Pence a lot, a lot longer than he's ever been um, on the television, um, and I, I went through kind of a phase where I wasn't sure if I was going to keep the name, um, and I decided I'm going to keep it because um, they decided yeah. not to
0: let the terrorist win. <laughs> Don't
3: let the terrorist win. Um, I. Uh, I really love community. I love when community gets it right. I love it when community brings up the best in the people that are involved in it. And uh, Mike's always had like this crazy knack for um, bringing people together. And uh, yeah, I want to do whatever I can to um, help the people in this community be the best version of themselves that they want to be.
0: I'm totally not puffed up behind all of this. Fabric. <laughs>
1: So, when you say so, the two things that I I want to talk about because it's not every day that we get to talk to somebody that's from you know a different country that's come over here and been educated in the other country. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, let's talk about like nationalism and things like that. Do you have a certain affinity or loyalty to Canada over America, America over Canada? Does any of that stuff to matter say to that you?
0: Without getting deported. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: I think um, it's a given. I mean, look at all the, the, uh, I mean, Ben Shapiro, for example. Oh, he loves yeah. Israel more than the United States, so.
3: hmm. Mm hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's strange. Kinda... Um, go ahead. Oh, no,
0: sorry. No,
1: I fuck was Mike.
2: Just...
0: No, you talk. <laughs> this
3: is about you. <laughs> um, I love Canada. I absolutely love Canada. Um, Someone but has to. America's well, yeah, right. I mean both both of us are really great, uh, up there. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh I'm okay. Um <laughs> No, um, America's um I've been in America for the last ten years and uh I love it. I really love um the people. I mean, I, I definitely see some differences based on um comparing like the country where I grew up and you know the country that I've, I've come to know here um so just Canada and U.S. are not allowed to go to war because I don't know what
1: I'd do <laughs> I was just about to say that would, that would be an interesting that would be awful like I, mean, I have
3: so many Canadian friends
1: obviously right? you have to root for the winners so of course you'd be pro-America so well uh, I
3: mean how many times can you blow us up really <laughs> know as yes, we'll korea
1: and out. vietnam and every other place it's going to be weird because y'all don't have like a lot of brown people up there so i'm not sure we're going to be able to do it very well it's going to be interesting we might actually oh lose God. this one um no so that being said what what are is there a large cultural or societal difference that you can tell from canada to america like is there yeah. a big difference between the people
3: yeah, people think that because we both speak English um, and uh, we both watch Law and Order or whatever the hell, same kind of TV. Um, we're both like predominantly um, white Judeo-Christian, you know, nations. That somehow we are, we must be interchangeable. Um, I don't find that to be my experience. I like to describe it to people who've asked me. Um, in Canada, if you go to a restaurant and you have a shitty time maybe the food was awful maybe the service was awful your, your waitress to come by and say hey is everything um is everything all right are you guys okay and of course you say yeah we're having a great time thank you so much for asking even if it's a shit time hmm. um you come up to pay your bill and it's like hey was everything everything you know was was it everything to what you were expecting and you're like oh yeah it was great and uh we'll leave and never go back to that restaurant again it just won't happen we will if anybody asks us we're like no we we prefer not to not to dine there where if an american comes into a restaurant (laughs) and they don't bring them enough breadsticks you know the waitress is gonna know the manager is gonna know they're gonna send a like a letter to corporate you know they're gonna do a youtube video they're gonna have like some sort of like fucking twitter feeds about it
1: have you um, ever been you to the South?
0: On Yelp, <laughs> we're gonna give you a bad
3: Yelp review. Yeah, yes, that's you it. We're massacre you on Yelp. Um, See, I've always said credit. that the
1: South is just Canada, or Canada is the South with fucking mooses. I guess I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what y'all say. <laughs> Well,
0: uh, honestly, like if you get a chance to listen to them telling stories about like right out in the rural areas and shit, like it doesn't right. seem that different from us country folk. It's just it like doesn't. it's real cold there and it was real hot here.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, rural people all generally act the same. Usually, they have a strong sense of community, and you know everybody tries to be polite to one another and everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's typically how it is in a lot of there's the southern some
3: areas. But you know, there's something really I think. One of the key differences that I've seen between Canadians and Americans, um, and if anybody's back in the motherland and they hear me say this, you know you know, I'm right. Um, if something's wrong in the community in Canada, people will say amongst themselves <laughs> you're like, isn't that a shame? Isn't that awful? Oh man, I wonder, you know, somebody is dropping the ball over there. You know, somebody should really fix that. That is just, isn't that a shame? I hate that, isn't that awful? Where an American, like, is talking to another American, it's like, did you see that? Like, yeah, you get your fucking boots, I'm going to get my gloves, we're going to go do something about that. Um, And that kind of self-starting kind of ambition. I know, you know, it's a huge country, maybe not all communities are the same, but that just seems to be my experience.
0: No, there's lots of people in America that are still like that, that do that. We're an industrious people. We've always been the kind of people that have to adapt because, and I mean, Canadians, y'all didn't pick a fucking super welcoming place to stay either. It's like (laughs) Americans, Canadians, and Mexicans found like a super inhospitable place and decided it would be a real good day spa or some shit. (laughs) What is,
3: Canada? And no what is wrong we just with us? No wrong I think we just got tired of hauling our shit. And we were like, you know what? It's got to be here or okay, nowhere. This is you good know? Enough. Canada,
1: come for the beavers. Stay for the poutine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> beavers.
1: That's okay, basically Canada's entire big, history. Though, and
0: they have poutine in Oklahoma all the time.
1: That's, what? It's very, very rare. Go fuck yourself, Mike. I no, no, no. Up,
3: right, up in Canada.
0: friends in Oklahoma most of my okay not all of them but a lot of my friends in oklahoma talk about it all the time so i just assume you guys eat it maybe I just <laughs> friends. It, it
1: they they fuck it up like there's one restaurant that i went to because it was like i was really wanting but to don't go poutine. to restaurants
0: learn how to make it
1: that's two very different things you make it sound like i can go to chili's down the street and order fucking poutine you asshole I
3: don't, like of I course have, i can make no, it no no paxton got it paxton got, got it right it. there so up in canada we have putin and in Oklahoma, you got poutine, is what you
1: got. In <laughs> <Poutine>. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you really want to hear And like, in Russia, the, they have poutine. The Americanized <laughs> version of it. So they, they fucking take the French fries and then, right. you know, the cheese curds. But they use um, fucking like uh, a cheddar cheese curds.
3: Oh, and no. then
1: they put pepper gravy on it. That, Instead of yeah, fucking... Oh man, I'm like, what the fuck uh, are you monsters doing?
3: That's poutine, alright?
1: That is. It's like, fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> One star Yelp review, fuck. What the fuck well, is your you corporate number?
3: The, <laughs> do you know what the word means? Poutine?
1: Uh, something about beavers, I would imagine.
3: <laughs> Everything's always beavers with you, Pax. What is
1: Beavers and mooses is
3: means. It literally means mess.
1: Oh, that's and fair.
3: Yeah. Well, it is kind of a mess. So, so if I you like want, you want a mess of like cheese, gravy, and fries. I mean, that's poutine. Well, yeah. See, I ruined shit. I'm all down here being like, "What if we put some chorizo on that?" Cheese? <laughs> like, okay, it took goodness. it took me a long time to like get over this whole chili on fries thing. That, <laughs> that was fucking weird. I'm like, why are you putting this on your French fries? You're just supposed to like putting them together. Was weird for me.
1: Let's uh, let's go to a different subject. That way, we don't have to title this yeah. team <laughs> recipe. Um, so, you mentioned uh, that you have like a a paganistic religion. Do you want to go into like details on that, like how you got involved in that? First of all, because a lot of people, I, I, paganism seems to be on a, a, a growth spurt lately. But I, mm-hmm. I very rarely hear people tell me how they got involved in that first place. How do you start as a Christian and go like, you know what, the Vikings were right. They got a lot of uh, <laughs> silver things from the English. No.
3: Right, right. You know, I mean, like, Christian religion, you're always throwing your money into the plate, you know. Once I started taking out of it, I realized, you know, definitely Viking uh, blood. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, though? <laughs> so um, let's start with it religion versus... Let's start with religion versus spirituality. So religion um, is essentially, here's this codified morality. This is this way that you're gonna go about um, doing a relationship with um, a higher power. And this is specifically how you do it. This is specifically what is allowed and what is not allowed. These are your codes of behavior. And um, you're gonna use your self-discipline to change yourself, to align yourself to this platonic ideal. Um, spirituality is kind of like the flip side of that. Instead of um, aligning you, changing who you are, and changing what you believe, and changing your ethics to match um, something that's prescribed for you, you instead take a look yourself and your own ethics and your own values and you find a way to relate to a higher power through what you believe in your values so um, I guess in a way you could say like in Christianity you move towards God and in paganism uh, you find gods that move towards you
1: that sounds like work
0: It does, it is is a lot
3: of work. Yeah, paganism
0: is not a a sit-on-the-pews-once-a-week kind of religion. (laughs) (laughs) Not even, like, I'm pagan spiritualist, like, I believe in all sorts of things, I have a very eclectic practice myself, and, like, you can't, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's not a pew sitting religion at all.
1: So, as... Someone. Whenever I was younger, I was trying to be a pastor, and so I had to research a lot of the religions. We didn't even bother with paganism because prior to you know a couple of years ago, it wasn't really a big thing. It seems to be a more uh, modern thing. Um,
0: Hidden in corners.
1: Yeah, um, just just like the snakes that were driving out of Ireland. Um, <laughs> but can so I, I really don't know a lot about paganism compared to you know other religions and how they go about their like, daily lives, so can you give an example of, like, what would be the equivalent of Christian prayer to, like, paganism, or, like, a, a, a sermon to paganism, or how, how does any of that work?
3: Um, so...
1: Like, what, what is your religious activities?
3: Oh, um, well, there are... Just like the, some Christians don't go to church um, and don't uh, align themselves with a certain denomination or a certain, um, or really involve other people in their religion, um, there are pagans who are what we call solitary practitioners. Um, yeah. So they don't actually, they don't fuck with other people. They just, they, other people don't really have a place in um, their spirituality, where other people will have groups depending on what flavor of paganism you have it could be a growth it could be a coven um it could be a group that gets together on friday nights um paganism is so like vast um and i think that's you know by nature um of the beast so to speak um uh, because religion is all about well we're gonna subscribe to this you know set of beliefs and the the closer you ascribe your your life to this <coughs> the better christian or buddhist or whatever you are mm-hmm. um whereas with paganism i mean it's kind of a, a self-exploration so you're gonna see I like a lot of different flavors teachings of morality
0: and shit peppered throughout things <coughs> and stuff like that but it's not yeah
3: quite the same Right. I mean, uh, my personal brand of paganism um, relies heavily on reciprocity. So um, if I have somebody in my family who's sick, if I have um, a job interview, if I have a really rough week coming ahead, um, I have relationships with certain, um, I guess you could call them deities, um, spiritual forces, whatever you want to call it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I give... Um, offerings or sacrifices like you know like in church people give like a tithe of their money Um, I will give certain things of of meaning and purpose um, in order for them to be received and me to receive something in return Uh, like on an interview or healing from your family
1: I see so is there a particular reason why you think you went towards a paganistic practice compared to, you know, another religion like, you know, maybe Islam or uh, Sikhism or anything like that? Was it just that it wasn't necessarily organized and that's what pushed you over to paganism?
3: Uh, I think it was the realization that um, my religious education had told me (coughs) a lot about who God was Mm. and uh, that education was manipulated uh depending on what people wanted from me um if they wanted me to volunteer more then god was only you know a god who liked action um if i was somebody who had more money at some point than another that suddenly it didn't matter what i did so much as how much i gave um and i think it was that kind of perversion of well what is spirituality what is you know a higher power that kind of brought me like away from that codified religion and more into um, well what really is deity and wanting to um, explore that in a less rigid fashion
1: mm, I see so well do you have well, any questions Mike? I
0: mean, I wanted to ask well I mean do you have anything more on this kind of subject or do you want to move on to something new because like I think that um I don't know what to ask. Um, Oh, God. God, I wanted to ask. uh, I was like, you know, um, you and I have known each other for a really long time. But like sometimes I walk people, my friends into places and I don't really tell them where they're going. And I feel like I kind of maybe did that here. I'm not really sure. But like, uh I was like since we're talking about all of the members of the community and stuff, I wanted to know like what what you thought about it, how you how you feel about being here, what you do here, and and uh, and stuff like that. And
3: uh, oh, what I'm well, what I the feel about community, not party. necessarily so, the show. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, the community is amazing. When I first walked in here, uh, I think I had a conversation with, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to throw around labels because I hate labels, but, um, I had a conversation with somebody who's. A fascist. Who had been an in-person. Yeah. A fascist. There we go. And, um, that's usually a fight on site, uh, for me. And I was really ready to be offended. I was really ready to be, you know, um, ready for like a, a conflict and mike said you know hold on and hear him out and you know maybe you Yeah, can I wasn't learn like something.
0: don't uh, listen to what he says uh, obviously. It was really actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do. Mike does not condone that. No, I mean, yeah. No. No. And like he wasn't yeah, Mike wasn't saying like hey, you should be a fascist. Yeah. That's totally, you know, it's going to make your, your life better. Um But he was totally right, you know, like being able to to actually hear somebody as a person um, and not just their political views and see, you know, maybe why they chose what they chose and why um, their ideals are what they are. Um, I learned a lot. I actually learned a lot more in one conversation than I did with a lot of other people telling me what they thought about fascists. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, what an amazing opportunity. You know, like there's a lot of people who um, hang around in our, in the server um, for people who don't know about the discord server, you should join and definitely yeah, well, have I some shenanigans with it. us. Um, I don't agree. I don't agree with like most of the people that come through the server, but I always learn something from the conversations. I always like people get heated and people get heightened and you know, but there's always really like stuff being talked about that I, I haven't been exposed to before. Um, I hadn't thought about before. I didn't realize it was an issue. I hadn't thought about it in like the kind of light or perspective that has been like presented. I'm like what an opportunity to like educate yourself through a community, you know
1: hmm. And Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the uh, interesting thing about all of this. Um, you know, trying to aspire to actually, use freedom of speech and actually have uh open communication because there's plenty of organizations out there that talk about that and say they're pro that like uh we were just trying to work with a uh, libertarian uh discord server the other day and they you know give you the third degree uh to try to join and that you are not true libertarian enough or you know we get to rate oh, you as a true libertarian like are you fucking kidding yeah, me we're supposed to be the party of I activism guess. volunteers freedom of speech freedom and <laughs> you know, well, i don't know they said they were gonna exactly they basically what we did pre- the thing to
0: validate me but by the time they validated me i was so alienated and i saw that like my other friend was being pushed in a way i was uncomfortable with so i didn't stay
3: right yeah yeah I mean, like, I mean, that's how you get echo chambers. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how, like, pardon, pardon the coarse language. That's how you get like a bunch of like a huge circle jerk of, you know, people just validating each other. I understand people not wanting a bunch of trolls and stuff
0: like that. Like, there was one server that we went into to try and like make some more uh, anarchist and libertarian connections, and they were asking an awful lot of questions at the beginning, and I was like, are we being gatekept? And then. Somebody was like, that's an awful lot of questions, y'all. And they were like, we just... We're sorry. We just have had troll problems and shit. And we were like, oh, well, we're definitely not trolls. We stay, and they were like, yeah.
3: Right. Right. I mean, I understand people being like, oh, I feel like I'm, like, wasting a lot of time and energy on trolls and stuff. But, I mean, personally... And this is not a popular opinion, but I think we trolls are great for communities. Very active trolls here, um, but they're also productive <laughs> right? too. But I mean, learning. Well, and I mean, when your community <laughs> learns how to deal with trolls, how to deal with people, when you learn how to deal with people, <laughs> people who are different, who are problematic, who are you know hard to deal with. I mean, that creates community <laughs> resilience. You know, when you. It's not keeping your community from struggle that creates strong communities. It's mm. learning together in a way that doesn't yeah. destroy but actually makes your community better. Like, that's rad. So, I think, we can bring on the trolls, then, you know?
1: <laughs> it's the best example, though. And Mike brings this up a lot is, you know, when there's pieces of shit that are in your server, people don't just, like, let them exist or coexist. If you're a piece of shit, you're going to know about it. it. We yeah. encourage people to. Speak out, yeah, exactly. That's what we need to do. We don't need censorship for racism and things we of need that to nature. All be able we don't to need to turn log. around when somebody
0: pool, goes. Pool, it, we're having a great conversation, and somebody pops in and goes, "Well, you know, it's because of the Jews." We need to all be able to turn around and go, "Get out of here!"
1: <laughs> yeah, like th- that happened the other day. We were talking about uh, Holocaust denial or some shit like that, and. Huh. Uh, they were getting mad because it's a freedom of speech server, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. I'm using my freedom (laughs) of speech to call you a fucking retard. Like, you you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm letting you say what you want. I didn't delete what you said. I want people to see what the fuck you said. This is gonna be
0: here forever. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, if anything, I wanna (laughs) pin this. This I wanna pin this right now. Yeah. Screenshot (laughs) this shit, send it to Twitter. You're (laughs) fucking famous, my dude. Like, it so, like, I don't understand um, why in, people don't want to do that
3: up in Canada um, we had social studies and um, we had one our, our regular social studies teacher um, she was out on maternity leave because we have that in Canada y'all should think about getting in the US just saying um, she was out and so we had a, an interim teacher and <laughs> that interim teacher uh, didn't teach us a whole lot of the curriculum but definitely wanted us to let wanted to let us know that the holocaust didn't actually happen
0: oh my god um, really actually
3: yeah yeah um wow yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah i mean it was a very tiny little country school and i guess he thought like he was just gonna get away with it uh he actually ended up getting Whoa. arrested um i i don't remember what he was charged with but yeah um it's it's out there you know people and it's not just you know crazy yeah. people on the internet it's people with access to children's education. It's people with access to um pulpits, podiums. Um and uh it's it's important for people to have conversations about that so that we can all be, you know, aware um of who yeah. who we're listening to. Yeah. Who we're giving our, our time Speaking and attention of to. giving
0: your time and attention and stuff. Like um... I, I hope I didn't railroad you and I, I asked you to join the activism team here and stuff but like I was wondering you know mm-hmm. um, what do you think of all that stuff going on so far and then I'm going to ask you a question about non-literacy oh activism because it kind of leads into it <laughs> I'm just curious <laughs> about this stuff because like I haven't had a chance to ask you and now I have you on camera and you have to answer me
3: <laughs> <laughs> this was all an interview. It was all a fraud. Um, uh, being act- being in the activism group um, is amazing uh, just because, like I said, I come from a, a culture growing up where politeness was very, very important and um, getting really heightened about politics, getting really heightened about um, change um, was kind of seen as like Immature or uncouth Or um, Like If you're were if you were really um, Mature Then things don't affect you And that kind of like aloof kind of coldness Like um, That's what you did about things That you didn't agree with You just didn't talk about them Didn't give them any attention um, So it's kind of like a flip side To see like Americans definitely Boots on the ground You know Get your gloves on. Get in the truck. We're gonna well, go. Well, maybe your shit goes to
0: hell here um, and you have really to cool. like run back home, you could teach them how to do it, and they can save us like in Handmaid's <laughs> Tale or some shit. Fuck,
3: spoilers! I mean, I mean, spoilers. Like, oh shit! I always That's make spoilers? the joke that I'm crap. <laughs> <laughs> I make I make the joke all the time that like. I'm like the baby bird that humans have held and now my, my oh, parents no. won't take me back. <laughs>
0: I, don't, I don't know about that. That story That's you told like me Canadians about your parents money. was really cute.
3: <laughs> oh my god. They are amazing people. Yeah, I mean, I've been gone for 10 years. Maybe times have, have changed Who without knows, me. I have right? no doubt.
0: Um, But like you being in, in, right? involved it's... here, like as a mentor and stuff, like I asked you to do that because like You've always kind of like people group around you, and you make people feel at ease. You have a sensibility to you, you know, and and you <laughs> just gosh darn likable, and people want to talk to you and stuff, and they want to be around you.
3: Is this where you're gonna ask no, me a favor? No, I thought that like <laughs> and when I, I
0: after a little while you were talking to me about like all the stuff that you do normally, I was like, well, I really want to ask if she wants to be involved here but also like i felt bad because like you sound so busy all the time um do you want to like explain (laughs) to us like the kind of stuff that you do outside of here that's also like involving your community and stuff because like you're a community leader aren't you well
3: i well yeah yeah i'm part uh, of boom
0: bob but Um... like you you're a community leader no
1: Executing yeah. dissenters as we speak.
0: <laughs> I mean I don't like want you what? to say no. anything um, that you're not supposed to say about people <laughs> or something, but like don't dox anybody or right. whatever, but
3: no no, no. Um though like I said, I'm um we were having a conversation earlier about uh paganism and we have a problem actually vice actually just did an article last week about um, white supremacy and paganism so um a lot of pagans um especially white males uh, with like tattoos and shaved heads are suddenly uh, finding themselves in awkward conversations about um us versus them i'll let your imagination take it wherever it needs to go but um and complicity or being complicit (laughs) to racism in the pagan community, um, <laughs> up here in my my wonderful city of Portland, and inclusiveness and safe spaces, and um, <clears throat> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people who don't want to make waves because the pagan community, obviously, we are not the majority. Um, we're already well, yeah. marginalized. Um, we don't get our holidays. We don't get <laughs> okay. our holidays off work, um, and there's always that kind of like stigma. Um, oh, you're a witch? Are you evil? Are you sacrificing cats yeah, God, or babies? Or God forbid else? you tell somebody like, um, what your specialty is every once in a while because like they're like what the
0: fuck? Are you some sort of yeah. D&D character?
2: <laughs> right? <laughs>
3: um, yeah. yeah. I'm, at best, people think you're like a nerd doing Larpy. cosplay out in the public park or something. Um, r- LARP. Right. Yeah. Um, but as a like, we really are a community um, and a lot of marginalized people groups um, don't like making waves inside of our community and unfortunately that means if we have white supremacists in our community, um, them not wanting to call them out on bad behavior or hold them accountable in the community for bad behavior um, and it makes, it it's sometimes kind of lonely, uh, especially when people are like kind of see you as a troublemaker or see you as um, um, somebody who's divisive in the community. Um, it's but I think at the now, top. sorry, what?
1: It's lonely at the top.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, because you can't go um, quietly into that night. But I think it's more important. <sighs> rage, 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 or something like that. Um, Against the failing. But of yeah, pain, like, or something like deciding that, that well. Against the dying of the light. Yep, Dylan. Um, yeah, but deciding to say, <coughs> you know, I have this voice in a community. I've got, like, these means and these resources, and I get to decide what I do with them. And I get to decide whether I support, you know, the things that are going to make my community grow, or the ones that are inevitably going to end up, you know, giving a, a voice to... People who already have too loud of a voice, I think, in our community. Yeah, the so. big
0: system's are already so fucked up. One of the I wonder if sometimes the only thing we can do is take care of each other.
3: Well, and I mean, you say just take care well, of each other, but honestly, I mean, that's why mentorship is like so important because people are like, "Hey, like, I have this decision to make, and it's not a life, like, changing decision, but it's the small decisions that." end up having a big impact you know i think people if they if they understood just how important their personal responsibility in their day-to-day lives they would realize that that's the only way to make the big change you know like people have that question if i had a million dollars if i ruled the world if if only I, i i could have my way i could do all these things the truth is i mean you can you know just inches instead of miles
1: well, people the, the main thing i'm always screaming about is people are way too focused on the national level like they, they've yep. brought all of our attention away from the local levels because they don't want you to do that shit they want you to not make changes and not be better they want you to get involved right. in the system and just throw your fucking money at their system <clears throat> um, but we can actually make physical change that we can see if you spend you know 30 minutes of fucking day or a week uh, on your local level Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, do you have any advice for people out there like how to get started in local groups or communities? Uh, is there any like starting activities that you you know started?
3: <clears throat> yeah, um so yeah, we do um the group that I'm involved in we do um, prison ministry, uh, we do, Um, just offering people in prison, you know, uh, an alternative to explore their own spirituality. Uh, we do tree planting. Yo, come be a Viking. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, last year we planted, uh, 325 trees. Um, we did 125 hours of volunteer work in our community, um, doing trash cleanups, um, tree planting. We did some stuff where, um, we planted, uh, like native species to kind of like choke out like That's non-native kind of species. Of cool. to like preserve. I like that. Non-eclosia. That's
2: neat.
3: Yeah. And the great thing is, you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. You don't have to be like, well, we're the pagans that plant trees and stuff. You can get involved. Like, take your group and add it to groups that are already existing. Support the things that are already happening in the community. Don't be afraid of, like, coming together, you know? If there's something out there that Um,
0: somebody's not doing... You don't have to agree on everything. ...then do it. But if not, just help people, because many hands lighten the load.
3: Right. And you know what? If you don't want to plant 200 trees, if you don't want to do, you know, like, trash cleanups and stuff, go meet your neighbor. Find out what your neighbor's name is. You know, bring them over some cookies or
0: just some beer or
3: whatever <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, i mean or just say hi you know introduce yourself i mean it's it's like a tiny little thing and maybe your neighbor is weird <laughs> maybe your neighbor is not perfect um i know my neighbor knows that their neighbor is not perfect ahem um but uh just taking that step into like knowing the people around you actually i learned that from mike uh the power <laughs> of just saying hi um It's incredible. It's incredible. You
1: never know who you're going to meet. I want to share a a cute story. Cool. Do it. So, yeah, uh, it has to do with the meeting your neighbors thing. We got new neighbors, and so I was like, oh, man, Mike's going to be mad if I don't do the socializing. Um, (laughs) And so I decided to go over there, and I think I brought over a uh, raspberry wine. It's like one that my grandfather always likes. Um, and I, I, it's fucking good shit. Um, it's dangerous. I mean, we'll go through like a whole <laughs> bottle real quick. Anyway, so I brought it over there and everything and introduced and was introducing myself. They don't speak any English. So I was just like, hi. And they were like, okay. Hey, and I was like, just fucking gave them to the wine. And they were like, all just smiling. And we were you like, yeah, yeah. Come on. There you go. And, uh, I, I said uh uh Mikasa is <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that's not long my long name. Long <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I no. that's uh, yeah. Last time I had Spanish was like seventh. And they <laughs> they just kinda of looked at me weird and uh But I think they got the gist because they Sorry. they said their name and everything. You uh, tried though. But anyway I mean... what well, what was uh, yeah. What was adorable about it, though, is I think two days ago they came over with like one of those fucking like Ooh, tortilla warmer things that you can oh, add a run. Wow, oh
2: my
1: god! That's so
0: good. Homemade tamales. We the jackpot.
1: We have no idea oh, what we're saying, but I was like, "Oh, you got you got wine. So we got tamales."
0: See, that's the right? connection. You made a connection. But I mean, you just that's made... all it is. It's just now, basic when everything yeah. goes down, I mean, you all the humans less, like, aren't difficult. Maybe you'll share. They'll be like, gringo, gringo, yeah. get in, get in Mikasa. Yeah. I
1: mean, I, I mean, I know, I know that they're, they're Mexican, so they're going to have bandolores and fucking revolvers and.
2: Right, right.
1: Tequila, have, you know. Yeah, exactly. It'll be great. It, it, it'll be a good time. You can take all your shit, anything, on, yeah.
0: and
3: just like barricade. It's rad though, because I mean, they're, you know, I mean, it's rad because I mean, if something's going on at your place, it's not just oh somebody's now breaking somebody's into that, breaking that house. Into that like, nice somebody's breaking guy into who brought my neighbor's name. house. He's my green girl nice neighbor who's to. got the raspberry wine. Someone's breaking that into his really house. really nice, right? They're gonna, They're gonna steal They're the wine. Into that really nice, nice place <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mikasa Paxton's house.
3: <laughs> the house's name They're is Paxton. Paxton. Pa- it's good. House um, Paxton. Well, I was... But, I mean, like, suddenly... So, suddenly, your house suddenly has more friendly eyes on it when you're not there. Like, that's... You know, it's not just, like, oh, well, it's... It's not just, like, that kind of sweet syrupy, like, positivity and stuff. It's really makes the community stronger. It goes a long
1: way. Like, it's simple shit. You don't have to go over there and talk politics with people. You just have to go over there and introduce yourself. And, you know, I always recommend, like, at least in my area, the culture is to, like, bring a, a gift, especially with the new house owner or something like that you right, want to bring yeah. a housewarming gift so it, that kind of is an icebreaker type deal because everybody likes gifts and everybody likes wine and you know they don't like the wine they're gonna drink the wine that's i mm-hmm. went full so yeah, I mean, of
0: libertarianism like the other day when we got the new people here because like i looked <laughs> out the window because i heard something and i saw two people i didn't know in the back and they were by a car and it was on the edge of my fucking yard and okay. i was like goes outside, well, gets up, gets some stuff, goes outside, and I'm like, hey, y'all, is everything (laughs) okay? You need some help? And they're all like, uh, and they were, they said something about being, you know, like, moving in and fixing the place up and everything, and I went from, like, hand on something to wait, what? Y'all are neighbors? Hey, I'm Mike, and I'm like shaking people's hands and shit, and fucking Sean comes out, and I'm like, don't mind him, and he's Polish. Polish. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it just... <laughs> I went from one the to the other, people. I was like, are you trespassing? Ow. But you gotta ask nicely in the South. You can't just be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You have to be like, right. y'all need some help? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. an I think this pol- revolver can help you lift that chair over there, sir. Oh,
3: Jesus <laughs> Oh, God. Was It, it was a Heinlein that said... Robert Heinlein said, said that an society. society is a poor yeah. society. Yeah.
1: I think that is so <laughs> true. I don't know why people are so opposed to that idea. Like, they think about it and they're like that's just like anti-gun people just treat it like that's the grossest idea but then they're also like hey we need Whoa. to give tanks to the fucking police force to keep law I and order or they... else everybody's gonna murder each other you're literally yeah. just giving people fucking badges to murder people whereas i could protect myself my neighbor can protect themselves and we can protect each other rather than me having to rely yeah. on fucking joe the well, the black murderer they would over rather here. us not
0: strengthen our own communities they would rather us pay attention to like Federal things that don't really matter where we live, and we've become so connected right. through the across the world through the internet. We have kind of neglected where we are sometimes, and even I'm a little bit like guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Like, although it's been really hard to meet people here, I'm working on it. We're getting there.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. I still go out um, for, for instance. Though. I mean, here in. <laughs> in the northwest um, everyone's talking about coronavirus you know we have a case um, up in Seattle um, but everyone was so concerned about something that really there's only been one case in the northwest um, that nobody's none of the um, local news stations were covering the nurses strike up in Washington two ERs are closed from Tuesday See, till Friday morning every time um, which means, right? So at, at um, those are two really big ERs, so if people end up trying to go there for an emergency, it's going to cause a delay in care, which can have some really negative outcomes. Is that why you're so, so busy and um, shit? Because the new stations haven't been blasting it, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. So we have 500 beds in our hospital, um, I'm not getting yeah. specific about which hospital, but Um, We had 498 bodies in those beds today. Our hospital has been open for 165 years, and that was a record uh, number of patients.
1: So, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of a nice segue into the coronavirus. Um, (laughs) I, I mean, I assume you guys have not had any experience, to your knowledge, in your hospital with that, right?
3: Well, I mean, it has affected us some, well, we don't have um, confirmed cases
1: of okay, coronavirus, yeah.
3: but I do want to remind people that influenza season, yeah, really uh, just the regular influenza. In um, yeah, um, the CDC says there were 60,000 deaths due to influenza A, which is H1N1, um, last year. Um, and so we are fully in the swing and regular flu does kill. Um, So, wash your hands. Uh, If you feel sick, stay home. Don't go to work sick. Don't infect all of your your workplace colleagues. If
0: you feel bad. And
3: we have this thing about, like, not covering our, our mouths while we're out in public. Not covering our faces. I know we have a lot of public stigma about that. Fuck public stigma. Keep yourself safe. Keep other people safe. Yeah, it's perfectly
0: fine. Like, I wear um, a mask all the time, and people will all ask me, they're like, hey, do you ever get trouble for that? And I'm like, no, actually, I have never really gotten trouble for my mask. I got trouble once for wearing a hood in a store, and they were like, hey, you gotta take that hood off. And I was like, really, just the hood? And they were like, yeah, just the hood. And I was like, <laughs> okay. That was weird. All right,
2: sure. Whatever folks I mean,
0: Okay, I don't even care yeah. about the hood.
1: Yep. All right.
0: Your house, your rules.
3: Nice Fine. <laughs> um.
1: Is there any? I know you've mentioned self sufficiency and things like that. So, is there any like secret easy. nurse tips that you can recommend for people to to hi, like store up on like certain supplies that people may oh. not think about?
3: Um. So. You guys are gonna laugh at me. Um. But for those people who are bugging in. Um, No one tells you what to do when you have to shit. Nobody talks about prepping and understanding that you are going to have to go. Probably more than once a day. Um, So finding hygienic ways of dealing with your hygiene is of paramount importance, especially in times where you may not have access to um, extraneous medicines uh, or you know like i mean if if your basic utilities go down if you don't have water if you don't sewage access um so make it part of your preps
1: so what exactly do you recommend for that like is there a certain um, do you have like a certain waste disposal method that you prefer or
3: um i do actually so there was um a a great initiative uh i'll I'd be happy to post some links and stuff in the Discord chat but um a we great initiative in came video. out of sure that came out of um uh, hurricane Katrina um Uh-oh. when, oh, that, went, when that went when that went down sick, yeah. there
2: All right
0: we're starting again
3: Um so yeah anyway taking care of your shit <laughs> if the shit hits the fan Um I know it sounds funny but um learning how to uh separate um solid waste from liquid waste um usually using a two, five gallon bucket system, um, how to bag up your waste, um, using something to like absorb and help um, uh, to, to absorb liquids and to help break down waste uh, quickly so it's not a big problem. Uh, because of course that kind of stuff carries pathogens, carries disease, um, and if anybody among you is sick, it's a really quick way to get everybody sick. Uh, so there's actually um, a couple of pamphlets and resources that I can post. Um, you guys, can give you some links and stuff if you want to do that. Um, there's some pamphlets that have come out that show really easy instructions how to adapt for your important. own
0: preps. We'll try and put some links down below and stuff hmm. about that too. Um,
3: I think no, it's it, shocking. No, like it, it it's gross and nobody wants it. to talk about it. So I guess that's why it doesn't end up in a lot of prepping videos, but. Maybe? That's we'll a, a really video important about subject,
1: it. though, because, like, you know, someone that studies history, yeah, I mean, that, that is something that we can uh, talk list. about. Um, but throughout history, whenever things hit the fan, well, whenever shit hits the fan, um, The one of the biggest killers is pathogens through e- non proper waste disposal. Yeah. Um, I can't recall the exact disease, but they found out in <clears throat> England that. Uh, human waste was getting into the water supply and it was causing a, a massive a massive plague outbreaks not plague, mm-hmm. but a certain disease I can't recall what it was there's Legionnaire's
3: the uh, disease, there's dysentery um, there's all kinds of diseases you can choose from, really
1: yeah um, um, but that that was actually, that particular moment was how they actually found out about like c- cellular diseases that it wasn't just odor that causes mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the diseases. switch
3: from miasma? The, the idea yeah. of, like, miasma causing yeah. sickness? Like, that kind of Grecian idea of what causes sickness? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's actually a video. I guess we can go ahead and link that. It's from uh, Extra Credits History, and they do, I think, a really good uh, yeah. telling of the story about it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's that's a good thing to point out for sure. So yeah, I
3: mean, I think in times of emergency, like, cleanliness is super, super important. Um, because there, it's not, it's not just a matter of being, like clean and smelling nice i mean during an emergency it can actually um, be life sustaining
1: yeah i mean if you think about it if you have really dirty skin and you haven't bathed in a long time you have all this additional bacteria on your skin a cut is much more potent because Mm -hmm. you have all these additional uh, pathogens and things on on your skin that can get get you infected Mm -hmm. uh yeah, it, and without it, it,
3: access it, to it, regular <clears throat> antibiotics, like an infected cut can that be reminds me of really Greg
1: G-Reg mm. video. Yeah, the
3: but...
0: he's dead. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> he got a cut, and that's it. <laughs> and he's like very common, cannot be avoided. Very it. sad, <laughs> cannot be avoided. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, are there any other medical hints? Like, is there any, uh, like, medical medicine tips that you have for survival yes. or shit hits the fan? Don't That's just
3: have a first aid kit. Don't just have a first aid kit. Know how to use it. You There's plenty of first aid YouTube. courses out there. But don't just think that, like, a whole sack full of bandages. Yeah. Um Don't just think that, like, a whole stack full of bandages is going to help you if you don't know how to use it. Take your first aid kit apart. Take a look at what's in there. Try to decide, read you know, the where the certain parts are A lot be of those little useful, what kind of situation you can get of uh, yeah. uh, things to put
0: inside your stuff, they have instructions on them. Don't read them when you're applying them. Read the instructions when you get them. And occasionally <laughs> right. just go through it. Every once yeah, in a while, I mean, and, and make sure everything's not just mm-hmm. like because some stuff expires. Do you have any
1: oh, particular good. medical skills that you recommend, like that are absolute vital?
3: Um, I mean, in the moment, depending on what the emergency is, it's going to change <coughs> what vital skill you have. I think anybody who has uh, firearms in the house should know how to treat. Uh, a gunshot wound, um, a and how to control bleeding. Mm. Um, I think it's... Well, we haven't talked about I, that. I think yeah, it's that's super something important that's not brought people be Yeah. Um, it's one thing to be able to shoot, I mean, but also dealing with the outcomes of shooting um, should be the other part of that.
1: Mm. Equation. I was shocked
3: you didn't say CPR. Mm. <laughs> um, how to... Is it... <laughs>
1: I you think a lot of people too. know CPR, honestly. The problem like is it,
3: with CPR, I mean, mean like, it. if someone's bleeding out, then... If their heart... Yeah, if it their heart if starts, want to get rid of I mean, it. that just means the bleeding's gonna go <clears> faster, <throat> <laughs> so yeah. I mean... Yeah.
0: P- Vince has, like, got some really interesting hobbies that are super helpful that I'm gonna try and get them to, like, put into, like, <laughs> type. Instead of, like, having a notebooks or whatever, because, like, man, they're just a fount of knowledge... Mm-hmm. I guess that's why I need. That's why I was like you need to be a mentor. You can teach the the people, teach the people <laughs> how to do things themselves.
1: You know what I would really love to do? I think we definitely need to do this at some point, where we go out into like the woods or something and do like a very basic uh, survival camp, not like camping there for a day or two but like how to dispose of waste uh you know how to purify uh water if you don't have water uh you know recognizing the different types of trees and what's the best to use for the various shelters because i think a lot of people get the basic concepts of all these things but they don't know the finer details that really makes or breaks because i've made outdoor shelters and there's a huge difference between what kind of fucking trees you use you make Uh, yeah trees Yeah, so you can have uh, different tree uh, types and knowing the difference really can save you a lot of time and energy and effort. Uh, You know, you can spend all night making a shelter or you can get one done in, you know, 10 minutes uh, depending on the type of shelter you want. So it's important to know those finer details that a lot of survival people don't seem to mention because I think they kind of overlook it. When you've been making 200 shelters every single day for, you know, Mm -hmm, 10 years, mm -hmm. you kind of forget the little minor details. I've never seen a survival camping place talk about, like, latrines or anything like that. They never talk Mm -hmm. about waste disposal. I don't know if it's because it's a taboo or what the deal is. Or how to clean yourselves. Fuck that Uh, shit. mm -hmm. Most of
0: the people who I meet who are interested in survivalism stuff, like, when you ask them if they know how to make a fire, they're like, well, I mean, I know how to make a fire if I have a match. Or I can make one with a... Uh, what are they fucking called? I, oh, yeah. Fuck, I know what they're called. <laughs> yeah. I just bought another one. Those little, yeah. Fire steel. Rods that spark. Um, yeah, they spark. Oh, those make like, I can keep those yeah. around, but you're not always going to have those. <clears throat> In fact, most mm. people don't even know what the fuck those are. So,
3: <clears throat> honestly, they're really neat. And all of those are, yeah, all of those are really great skills. Um I think it's also important to uh, understand ahead of time and decide ahead of time um, the hierarchy of yeah. what needs you have because I mean, you can know how to do two hundred different things and you might know how to do them really well, but in an emergency, um, decision decision fatigue mm-hmm. sets in really early.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and you need to know how to. Uh, decide on what's yeah, you need important. To you need to be able to do it quickly. Extra
0: energy and time. Um, Everything you can.
3: It yeah.
1: It's like going to maybe... the store whenever you're hungry. You know, you're you're going yeah. to start focusing on food a lot more if you were already exactly. hungry to like begin when, with.
0: Back when we used to go mm-hmm. out to eat, and we like me and my roommate were gonna go out to eat, and then we'd be like, we're gonna go grocery shopping and get something to eat. We would always decide to go eating first. Because we knew that if we walked into that grocery store, we were going to want to buy, like, twice as much shit. And we were going to end up getting a bunch
3: of crap we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people know how to start a fire. and Even some people know how to start a fire without a match. But um, starting a fire without a match,
1: when it's you hard. are
3: tired, when you're cold, when you're wet, when you haven't eaten, um, when the shakes start in, um, that's a different situation. So, learning how to support yourself the best that you can, taking inventory of that, um, is a really good first step to survival.
1: Why do we not have groups like that? Like, as far as I, like, you have Boy Scouts and shit like that. But nothing to the extreme of saying, hey, let's go outside and camp for a night whenever it's fucking raining. With no mm-hmm. shit, and let's see how well we fucking do.
3: <laughs> yeah, in Oregon, if you don't know how to make a fire in the rain, yeah, you don't know I how mean, to make like when it's not Oregon, raining, so...
0: there's yeah,
1: basically exactly.
0: just
3: this dew
0: everywhere in the air. Like, <laughs> it, if people don't park in a space in a parking lot for two days, it's covered in green stuff. It's uh, the mm-hmm. stuff there is so uh, it's just as like um, invasive as the. As the plant life out where we were staying in the country here, it's like holy crap, shit will just grow up in your uh-huh. place and grow grab... green. It's nice though; I like that.
3: Yeah, I think I fell in love with. I think I fell in love with Oregon when I, accidentally, you remember behind our our place there was that little patch of like dirt. I remember the first time I visited. <coughs> um, there was a sunflower seed that we were. I forget, I think it was like part of the bird seed or whatever ended oh, up on yeah. that brown and grass and overnight it actually sprung it
2: and
3: I was
0: because by the time I showed up <laughs> right. there were
3: several many um, sunflowers and I remember coming from from uh, from coming from Canada where you have to if you right. don't water it, it don't grow, you know you're <laughs> all
0: like, oh god, I hope I don't drop any seeds because um, I'm going to have to take them out of like plants out of everything, fuck <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm gonna have to weed this next week. Yeah,
1: well, For it's sure. even like in Oklahoma, we have a bird feeder and we ha- and it has a whole bunch of fucking random like seeds like in it, and, and now we all have the all, all these like random fucking like, yeah. plants. <laughs> yeah,
3: you can That's see, you can actually a trail, see
1: a trail from where our shed is to where the bird feeder is because we'll be we <laughs> drop, drop them. And <laughs> them, and you can see like like crabgrass <laughs> and things like that growing, in this trail. <laughs> It's like fuck, can you stopping so fertile these.
0: I mean, <laughs> nature finds a way. It open. is nice. It's a nice thing. You're not a great place in the world is super fertile like this. Yeah. We are kind of blessed. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat>
2: Yeah.
3: I think I w- the question that you had earlier is like, well, why did people stop in these super inhospitable places? I think probably cuz they saw something like that. They saw the hope of you know, making something happen, here, making something good happen here, and right. um, I think I think we all have to keep that. You know, that understanding that like, yeah, shitty stuff is happening all the time, but we always have the power of choice to make something good happen. You know, uh, like it, maybe it's small, maybe it's maybe it's something only we notice. Well, yeah, and Bucket, you know, anyway. if
0: each of you us right. gets that in our head, the people we are just one. We are small, but we are also like mighty and dangerous not even saying well, yeah, violence I, i'm just I saying want, in general that's
3: my <clears throat> no just i that's that's the stuff that sets me on fucking fire just having people know that they have power matters. letting people know that what they do matters they don't have to be the president they don't have to choose the president they don't have to choose you know <coughs> their senator or whatever they don't have to play the game um, To still change the landscape of where they live, to change their communities, to change what fucking happened there. Um, Everybody has that power. Each and every one of us can do that. Exactly. Oh, get pumped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I'm feeling threatened. (laughs) 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 This is what what I get to (laughs) do. You lucky bastard, oh you get to deal with this. How awesome!
1: You know what? It, it's one of my fascinations with history has always been the idea that we're going to be losing a lot of that knowledge. Like, how many of us know how to actually grow wheat and harvest?
2: I
0: think that mm-hmm. it into that's a flour really good point. We should bread. be downloading, the, saving this shit, downloading this shit into paper and keeping it, and not even that, but trying it.
1: No, 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 Fuck you. Oh. That makes me way less valuable. Spread
3: the knowledge. Hack <laughs> <Cut> the planet. Right. <laughs> um, if you guys ever no, see the Farmer's a... Almanac for sale in your grocery oh, store, or oh whatever, man, I love
1: those. Yeah,
3: pick it up. Pick it up. I mean, it's uh, it's a complete like repository of all kinds of knowledge. A lot of stuff about your local agriculture. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. it's
3: pretty rad stuff, and it's I think it's like four
2: it's really bucks
1: useful. or something yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the the funny thing about like libertarians and anarchos is like people typically think of it as like dudes with the fucking face mask and throwing molotovs and shit and really we're just trying to like fucking feed our chickens I and mean we are dudes fight. in
0: masks <laughs> sometimes but we're still just sitting there trying to guard them and shit I'm just
1: the only time we're throwing molotovs and wearing masks and when there's people fucking telling yeah. us I can't yeah. have my yeah. chickens or Like tomatoes. If you leave Fuck us those. alone right.
0: with our shit, let me freaking <laughs> gather the my water and, and plant my shit <laughs> and smoke my weed and protect my chickens with my freaking semi Well, I don't actually need them for the chickens. The government doesn't really care about the chickens.
3: Yeah. But... It's they so weird hear. that you talk about... It's so weird that you talk about rainwater... Because that was the first moment where I realized that um, America was (laughs) not, well, was weird. So Colorado, I I lived out in Denver, Colorado for a while, and um, you aren't allowed to have rain barrels. Yeah, it's common all across the states. Right, and specifically because um, the Mile High City, uh, the water that comes off the mountains, Contributes quite a bit to California, and uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, we definitely want to support American, like uh, Americans in California and the water table there. You know, <laughs> I mean, we want to support that ecology." I felt great about that until I found out how much of that water table is owned by yeah, Nestle. Nestle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh no, we're not allowed to have rain barrels because Nestle, as a corporation, has more sway over yeah. our national government than." the regular people do yeah uh and that's when i realized that there had to be some well yeah we can't be some... we can't have real free that capitalism real, real badass,
0: the sorry. <laughs> that is created to give such an end to greedy bad capitalists like authoritarian capitalists like this they'll mm-hmm. take everything they can get they don't really give a shit about the people well yeah and I mean, the government has created these fucking I... niches and these we these rules to let them do these things to us and yeah, yeah it's bad I mean like well, if I we mean, had other options we could choose other options because Nestle is pretty fucked up you know what I mean like if we mm-hmm. didn't if, we, if mm-hmm. you found out about that you could then choose to be like no fuck Nestle fuck California they're not even getting it
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> if California mm-hmm. needs water we'll truck it there fuck them you know? Like, yeah. we'll help our yeah. fellow Americans, yeah. but fuck feeding into this shit and telling us one it's one thing. They don't... They love to play these games with us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry. I'm on a rant now. I'm like, oh! Yeah. I... No, it's good.
3: It's what it's you
2: good.
3: do. You should get excited. I mean, I... When Flint, Michigan was going through its problems with... <laughs> was going through its problems with um, uh, its water quality... I couldn't maybe it's cynical but I couldn't help but uh, wonder how much money uh, Nestle Water made off of the the Flint. Well, how much have like, you guys heard about the uh dude,
1: I, I just... Whether
3: it's the gover- whether it's the government buying it, whether it's the government buying it or private citizens, I I bet well, bottled least... water companies made a lot of money.
1: I think we need to do a video, like maybe even a series about Nestle because they are definitely like it, one of the top 5, if not the most yeah, evil people companies
0: get confused on the confused when planet. I'm like, "That's evil," and they're like, "No, you're supposed to support capitalism." And I'm like, "Uh, I don't support bad capitalism. Well, I this mean, is not terrible. Like, I want free capitalism, not capitalism right. that's created Carney by the government and like
3: made to well, fucking it. feed off of people." I think I think there's sustainable capitalism and there's unsustainable capitalism. I mean, it's it's like. The difference between strip mining um or burning down the rainforest to get you know two years worth of coffee um crops planted it doesn't um, even make or sense finding sustainable stuff. so the yeah but i mean the idea of like nestle having business practices that are killing the human race um yeah. and is a detriment to every person involved in the transaction um I mean that's that's unsustainable, and we we can't say that that's a good business practice. That that shouldn't be allowed to happen. I mean, so they, I'm not saying all all forms yeah. of capitalism are, are evil, well, but one system are just fucking short sighted. I mean, if you don't if you kill all your customers,
1: <laughs> it's not a logical well, capitalism decisions... for one. Exactly. Like, it's like you were saying, like if you kill all your customers, then how are you going <clears throat> to make more money? And moreover, yeah. like the people that are clearing clear cutting the rainforest, for example. Why didn't they plant fucking trees? That yeah, you can't like, see ahead of head like, for 20 years and me? you're in charge I, of a I'm multi-billion dollar company? More, I
2: mean,
1: mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. You're literally running out yeah. of the resources that you're selling. You, <clears> you <throat> the lumbering companies should be the number one green companies on the world. They should be the record breakers oh, yeah. for fucking but planting trees. It makes they're sense. Not. That's their business.
3: Yeah.
1: It makes it no sense. makes
3: sense for people who are only seeing a finite amount of time. They're uh, atheists. Oh my time. god. Like if to make a profit tomorrow, the
0: environment. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it's not I'm even fucking kidding.
1: expensive. <laughs> it's not an oh, expensive yeah. practice. It's the cheapest yeah. investment possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's seeds, dude. Like yeah. fucking uh, it doesn't make any they sense Literally, to me. Like yeah, they yeah, literally you could fall just from
0: shake from them from the trees <laughs> yeah. you're putting down for Christ's sake. Like just Oh, I mean, we had
1: oh, fucking banana republics literally building roads and hospitals and <clears> shit, <throat> shit for their their fucking, like, entire countries, but we can't mm-hmm. plant fucking trees? God the fuck?
0: We've come up with so many things we could do episodes about, we're gonna have to go back through here and make a list.
1: <laughs> but... I'm like done. you were saying is you know there there is sustainable capitalism and there's not and people often mm-hmm. the the socialists and democrats in general are typically screaming about well, capitalism and then yeah. we talk about supporting capitalism and they're like oh is no it, you're the fucking enemy kill the boor, bourgeoisie, yada like, yada yada i know you have to i, see I know, stuff, is it I like know it's in
0: canada because we see some news and like it looks like your left is insane when we see it from the right, and when we see it from the left news, it looks like you guys are, like, entrenched with Nazis or something. <laughs> so do you have a white supremacy mm-hmm. problem
3: no. um, in in Canada, actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, a lot of the rural towns, um, there's a white supremacy. And are you guys just uh, polarized football? like we um, are, or do you have your own dance? So I, I need you to understand that Canada has 10% of the population of the United States um, on wow. the second largest landmass in the world. So we're spread out. Um, and I think we're in a lot of places, the, uh, the the people populations in Canada are very isolated. So you have these like microcosms of culture um, and microcosms of um <clears throat> of just ways of doing life uh, that work um, in even, I mean, even our ecosystems like um, we have everything from like the maritime provinces um, where you know, uh, fishing um, to the west coast. I mean we have a lot of like orchards, vineyards um, tech uh, entertainment um, out in the, the west coast um, and then we have our, our far north uh, territories which is like a whole new set of challenges and systems going on up there. So um, it's, I, I think it's less an ideological um, uh, schism as it is what works for one end of the country just does not fucking yeah. work for the other. Well, end. I think
0: that's our problem um, here too. But so we're when you have an, make an
3: ideology, when you have like, so Trudeau and I'm I'm not going to make any friends here, Trudeau has uh, certain ideologies that cost him very little to implement, but the problem is if it costs him very little to implement in one part of the country, um, it makes him insensitive to how much that costs the other parts of uh, Canada. That's just how socialism works. And it's, yeah, it's it's definitely cost... Canadians, um, do you think the given? Uh, t- I don't know how
0: life. much you know about I'll, like, I'll leave it political things in your opinion. I don't want to get you lynched or anything. Do you think that it's worth it? Like the whole give and take of the <laughs> socialism crap that y'all have set up? Do you think it?
3: well? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think Americans are ignorant of the idea that separatism has been a part of Canadian culture for a long time, um, and I think the most, I think the most well known was the Quebec uh, referendum, Uh, whether they wanted to separate into their own um, unique society, was the verbiage that they used, um, or if they wanted to remain part of Canada. Um, Of course, whenever you have separatism, we're seeing it with Brexit. um, You you lose stability for your, you lose the stability of being part of a larger country uh, when you go your own way. Um, Your dollar, your military, um, national defense, diplomacy with other nations, Um, especially in Quebec's case, we have um, treaties with our Mm -hmm. uh, First Nations people Mm. uh, regarding um, land rights, regarding mineral rights, Uh, and if they were to become their own unique society, as the verbiage goes, uh, they would have to renegotiate those treaties. And um, <clears throat> I hate to tell them this, but there's a. The First Nations people have a lot more attorneys and lawyers than they did uh, when they first negotiated those treaties. And I don't think it would work very well for them. um But that's just my two
1: cents. See, the thing about it is, like, that's. It's just the way things are going, though. Catalonia is a good example. Hong Kong is a good example. France is a mm-hmm. good example. They're, they're talking about. Uh, splitting france up now uh, same thing in the uk scotland's trying to get uh, away north ireland was talking about join- rejoining ireland Wales is talking about breaking off from the uk <laughs> it makes mm-hmm. sense whenever there's a lot of corruption to just break away because we whenever there's corruption and there's bureaucracy going on that means the problems mm-hmm. aren't being solved that means that mm-hmm. people are too focused on the high population areas uh rather than you know what's going on in oklahoma or texas or where the fuck ever so, uh, so their like... needs aren't being met So it only makes sense to break away And fix our own mm-hmm. problems Oklahoman problems should be fixed with Oklahoman solutions What the fuck does mm-hmm. a guy in California know I know what you're somebody arguing for season, But I kind of want to like um... say
0: we should just like Tell New York and California to get out <laughs>
3: <laughs> So so here I want to I want to post something to you guys And I want to see what you have to say about it Um so and this is just things I've seen Um, I feel like America especially um, has been like on on a federal level not been quick to um, ecological reforms and has not been quick to be considering uh environmental concern we haven't like really pushed much education like, about it to
0: be um, honest on push, like one-sided things which make right it really so weird. Yeah, we'll let her
3: finish yeah, first
2: yeah,
3: so... right um and <clears throat> i i kind of wondered because like an environmental crisis it doesn't matter if you're from oklahoma it doesn't matter if you're from the northwest it doesn't matter if you're from maine um or florida if you have an ecological crisis, um, are that you are facing as a nation, are you as, you know, are, are you as likely to talk about <coughs> separating and going your own way? If you are at war with another country, <laughs> if you are, um, if you're facing um, a sudden uh, global virus, are you as likely to talk seriously about separatism? As you are during times of um, yeah. peace, plenty, etc.
1: Yes. Yes to all the things. Oh, really? There, there, okay. There's nothing that is not better on the well, local level. Yeah, but people it's 100% better people on every level. People yes, people are yeah, no. of that shit, though.
3: You
0: gotta acknowledge that. Break it. Well, let break me break it, it down, break Mike.
1: Paper. So, yes. For uh, using the war example as... One of the and I can break them all down because I've had all these conversations. But uh, war, for example, the United States is at war with you know one of the Middle Eastern countries because there's brown people there, um, and we have a referendum to split the country apart. That would automatically end the war. So one, that's a lot less resources, which is actually good for the uh, you know. The environment. If there's a lot less bombs being developed at, with harsh chemicals, and you know, resources going to weaponry just to kill people in other countries, uh, which usually requires uh, metals being est- extracted, war is a very costly resource uh, thing. Right. It's probably one of the worst things for um, the environment. Uh, I mean, atomic bombs and all yeah. haven't done us great wonders. <laughs> yeah, um, I,
3: I'm sure Hiroshima would agree. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, what were were some of your other examples?
3: Um, well, okay, so that was, um, war, and you were like, well, it would automatically stop war with this other country, I mean, but would it? I mean, would it stop another country from attacking America?
1: Yes, without a doubt. We, we just we can't invade America. Like there, it is without yeah, question. You cannot ima- invade America. We have too times. many guns, with too big of a yeah. population, too urbanized, uh, and we have too much natural in- environment to go through. It, it's it would be the worst possible idea. Or else they would have done it by now, because we've been in shitty, shitty situations. Yeah, they'd have and they to have wipe out almost us. all of us to get completely um, anyways. Because
0: like even the sleepers will awaken with the fucking monsters in the house threaten our children going to and see the what core of the
1: question that has to
2: mm-hmm.
1: go into the core of the question of how the locals would deal with environmental issues that are a worldwide problem that's the only way to deal with it the way i see a person in california mm-hmm. doesn't care about the strip mining in oklahoma and oklahoma doesn't care about the water <clears throat> droughts in california but an Oklahoman that sees his river being polluted where you know he's grown up, besides his whole life, that yeah. is a problem he he cares about. But when you have this this bureaucratic ladder that you have to go through to get anything done because of the EPA um, that doesn't actually fucking do anything, then. You, you can't do that much about it we have to go through all these hoops and ladders before we even get a response and then it will be like yeah we'll deal with it 20 years down the line whenever your river is fucking acid so if it's more of a local problem you can fix those things a lot more immediately and it's a lot more uh yeah. respondent in that again it's more personal and, and you likewise, see the river like you're there you're next you
0: to it like uh, before like if california needed water they could just call colorado and make a fucking deal with them you know and then, like, um, and then, like, you know, if you, if you guys were already thought that was happening, you'd be like, wait, what do you mean you're not getting any water? And then, all of a sudden, you'd be like, well, whatever, oh, shit, fuck you, hey, get your hands off that, give some of that to California, you know, you could do that, because it'd be, what is happening?
3: So remind me, I'm sorry, just put me on the same page. What was uh, the
1: question? I was saying about, oh, no, the other question was, uh, you, I, oh, you had that... mentioned that I had stated that nobody could invade yeah. the United States.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, you elected me to rule over Oklahoma. Yes, just
0: like right. very long. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Right. 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 <laughs>
3: okay. Kinder, gentler um,
1: dictator for life.
3: Um Yeah, so, um, but you had said that, like, um, no one would dare invade America because, hmm. I mean, America has far and beyond the world's largest military. Uh,
1: but it's not even about the military, but
3: keep but going. But I mean, um, but do you feel like You would have America's backing with their military um, if you were to become the emancipated sovereignty of Oklahoma. um,
1: So, is is there more to it?
3: And secede from the United part of the United States.
1: So, what I always advocate for is essentially the confederation, in which there should be a federal government, but it should be very bare bones with no chance of it growing the only thing that we should have a federal government to do is uh upkeep the currency that way we don't have texas dollars and californian dollars it just fucks with the economy and it doesn't make any sense uh we have a close enough culture where it should be open trade through everyone basically um potentially arguably uh it, it really depends but arguably um like you tariffs from other countries and things like that. Uh, Some people are for and against that and we can talk about that all day. And then Mm -hmm. uh, third, the unified defense of all the states. Essentially if like Texas got super power hungry and invaded Oklahoma, that would would mean that the other 48 states would come to uh, the aid of Oklahoma. Or if China invaded New York, the rest of the states would uh, in unison protect that uh, particular area. Now... Mm -hmm let's say we didn't even have the Confederation, there was no federal government. One of two things will happen. And it, it it's it's potentially positive and it's potentially negative. It really depends on how our relations keep up. I would say, you know, if the federal government disappears and all the states are still, their states and everything, mm-hmm. um, it, we would have like a 50 year span at the very least uh, where we would still be working with each other, I would think. If someone invaded New York without federal enforcement, I think we would still all help each other out. But after mm-hmm. that, cultures and traditions and shit like that uh, have more and more chances of souring between the states and so it, it becomes more difficult. But on a tactical point of view, like if someone invades New York and like China for example that's that's a staging ground to invade neighboring areas, so it would be beneficial to aid them, but that's not how his history has typically worked, and that's you know, you do the divide-conquer type shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. lastly, typically what I recommend is is like a, a, a different form of confederation. I don't think we should have 50 independent states necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think of it more as like, maybe three to four different countries kind of combined by an alliance. You would have like the southern portion, northeastern portion, northwestern portion, and then fucking California. Uh, And uh, I I think if you keep things large on on that type of large scale, it would make it much less desirable to invade, um, which would dramatically cut down on the chances of it actually being invaded. Like, if you had Texas alone in with a couple of other states, especially the fucking southerners, no one's going to invade that. Uh, mm-hmm. You have New, uh, New York and most of the north, uh, northeastern states together. It's such an economic and uh, industrial powerhouse. It would be very difficult. Plus, the urban uh, environment is very difficult to work through. Uh, northwest, who the fuck wants to invade North Dakota? Honestly. <laughs> uh, and then there's California. Like, who wants to fucking deal with L.A.? Like, the traffic there? Can you imagine fucking t- sending a, a, a tank down LA traffic? Like it's just not gonna fucking happen. It, wars so... now...
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that, like, the idea of, like, ground warfare is kind of antiquated. Now, most wars aren't won on the ground. Um,
1: exactly, yeah.
3: So it's not like they'd be facing the people of Oklahoma. Or the people of North Dakota or
1: what have you the Most. thing about it is is they would have to in our sense you, you can't just do you know a spy or electronic warfare against the united states that's already happening and we're already technically losing that shit uh mm-hmm. that's arguably some people will say how trump got elected um mm-hmm. but that's not how you really conquer it's just how you control but i think you limit those those type of uh, instances by splitting us up and giving less power <coughs> to a single power over the entire yeah. country if we have four different yeah. countries or 50 states that are all empowered it's much more difficult to corrupt all 50 of those
3: i, mean, do need to I think it's that? um that's a mirror of something that's happening with yeah i think that's something that's mirrored in a sense among um, american citizens uh through media because i mean It used to be that the only way news got around was through um, big media outlets. And Mm. now, I mean, we have real time um, footage capture in the hands of every individual, arguably Mm. every individual. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I'm going with you.
1: No, no. uh, That's a really good point. Uh, Virginia is another good example. We're seeing them pass, we're seeing the governor and the uh, state uh, Senate and Congress passing gun legislation that is largely not wanted. You, they have a map of it, and we can pull that map up, where yeah. it's just the urban pockets that want He's these 20, gun legislation. Tiny, it it's is. the 99% of the... Thing it, I think last I looked, it was 115 counties uh, that had signed yeah. the Second Amendment uh, sanctuary. Uh, and then they had that huge-ass fucking Second Amendment uh, rally, which was way bigger than I could have imagined it yeah, possibly ever been. Um uh, yeah it was really good no violent activities or anything like that they even though they Mm -hmm. screamed for it so they wanted people to die and that's so fucking bad uh Mm -hmm. but there but it it actually goes into your point though there was so many local journalists they could not afford to lie about it because they would have if there was not local journalism like the beautiful thing they would have definitely made
2: something doing that Mm -hmm.
0: but like
1: yeah, I, I think local is better on every level. The more local <clears throat> anything you have, uh, it ends up working better because people care about their local shit. They don't care about the entire. Exactly. How can I mean, you? I don't know anything exactly. about you. And
0: that is one of the reasons why we all I don't come together to. here to try <laughs> and not only do our own things, and but support each other in doing their own things and getting out there and doing stuff you know not just sitting around and talking about Uh it and we're honored to have you here doing it with us pence um you're a true joy (laughs) if you only knew dear god (laughs) uh i appreciate you a lot and i Um, appreciate you coming on here and talking to us i hope it wasn't like too stressful or weird or weird (laughs) We're all the um. FBI will be with you soon.
2: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> it's okay. I'll be there too. I, I think I hear somebody <clears throat> knock at my door. No. Um don't answer it. Be like, you gotta uh, warrant no no obla inglis. No obli- no
0: obli- don't I, yell I, no oblo English at the yeah, people. I, We're gonna have to hide <laughs> you in our in our attic, like <laughs> I wouldn't hide people um, I would
1: I do you have any yeah, do you have comments? any
0: closing comments before we get yeah. the heck out of here because we've gone yes down. I might
3: make this two parts yeah <clears throat> um I want to say thank you guys for um, setting up a community where people can speak their mind where people can discuss ideas where um, people can learn uh, because that's the only way anything's gonna change in any way so um yeah props and whatever i can do to support you guys Aww. let me know um i'm really happy to be part of this um because it's uh, basically kind of aligns itself with all the things that i want for strong resilient communities um, on the local level
1: Good stuff. Okay. Uh, are there yeah, any think... like YouTubers or any causes books, websites like that like you want shout to shout out to out before
0: out. we head out? Because we usually do this at the end, but when we
3: have guests we let them do it. <laughs> um I speaking of books, I want people um involved in our yes. local book club. The uh um,
0: oysters.
3: Yeah. I think we're doing oh. We the Curious Oysters. We're doing um, the Constitution next. We're getting okay. together on Sunday, um, and I can't wait because I think it might be the first time I have read the Constitution um, oh, wow. in its entirety. Uh, not being yeah, so I I'm, I expect to learn a lot um, and find out what you know, just regular American citizens have to say about um, basically the basis of their country. So uh, it should be awesome I and mean, lots of good discussions. And Delvani, I mean, well, you guys have all met Delvani. (laughs)
1: Uh, But yeah, uh, if you guys liked our video, enjoyed the interview, if you would like to come into the interview at some point, uh, feel free to join our Discord. That is going to be below. Uh, If you liked the content here today and, you know, had fun, uh, please like, share, subscribe. It really helps us out. Uh, if you want to buy me some more coffee that I'm in desperate need of, feel free to donate as well. I think we've got some more <laughs> uh, donation platforms set up that I think you can use Bit- uh, not BitChute, uh, Bitcoin with. Uh, isn't that correct, Mike?
0: Yes, we do. And we're going to start adding that down there so you guys can help us help other people and make the show better and make the community better and shit.
1: And buy me coffee. Oh, yes. Um, but yes, <laughs> please uh, share the content. Uh, we've been very fortunate in that a lot of people have been sharing our content lately and it's been oh, yeah. really allowing our helps channel to grow and allowing our discord to grow. So you know, please, if you want to do something good, this really helps us out yeah um, and
0: uh we have a brand new subscribe star that people can get into and we're gonna start uploading woo. i we we aren't sure but we're gonna put weird we're gonna put cuts in there that are amusing and stuff that we took out and we'll probably make some special things for you guys and it's put mostly it in there stuff
1: that's going to hurt um, my elections
0: yeah probably <laughs> i mean come over there and get a little bit of extra stuff from us and we'll uh We'll have a good old time and you can help us spread liberty. Yay. Free the people. Until then, you guys be safe and be free. This Mad Liberty Party is adjourned.